0: The state of Michigan is combining its physical infrastructure and information security entity under one single office. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and to find out why Michigan is merging these two units, I'm pleased to be speaking to Michigan Chief Technology Officer Dan Lorman, a one-time state Chief Information Security Officer who will have the new moniker of Director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Protection. Welcome back, Dan.
1: Thanks, Eric. It's great to be on the phone with you.
0: Why merge infrastructure and computer security into a single unit, and why now?
1: These are exciting times in the whole information security and uh, cybersecurity field as long as we think about All the different threats that face America, obviously we have cyber threats and we also have physical threats. A lot of private sector companies have already merged these functions into a chief security officer role, and that's what we're doing here in Michigan. So I will be the chief security officer for the state of Michigan and, as you mentioned, the director for – cybersecurity and infrastructure protection. We're seeing more and more overlap and synergy between the two fields, opportunities to work together. We believe that this is an important function that we can actually have more efficiency and provide a better service by bringing these two organizations together.
0: Okay, let's talk about that. How will this new setup make uh, State of Michigan IT and its physical infrastructure more secure than what has been going on?
1: One area that we, we've already seen that maybe be helpful for your listeners to, to understand some of the background in Michigan, we're already a very centralized organization. We have probably the most centralized IT organization in the country, and under Department of Information Technology way back over the last decade, with Terry Takai as our CIO and then Ken Tice is our CIO, and many of you know Terry Takai is now with the Department of Defense as the CIO there. We brought together all of our different functions into one department, Reporting to the governor and that was Michigan Department of Information Technology brought together 40 data centers to three consolidated our infrastructure consolidated a lot of our functions and under one organization and we had our own emergency management coordinator as well. So we got involved in all kinds of emergency situations that involved technology from the blackout of 2003 to a variety of other emergency situations and including things like fires and, and weather-related situations. Meanwhile, we had our Department of Technology Management and Budget, or excuse me, Management and Budget. They had their own emergency management function. Those two organizations came together in the last 18 months. So now it's the Department of Technology Management and Budget. So all that's a mouthful, but to say that we have two man- emergency management functions that we're bringing together into one organization in this So we're looking holistically at all the different aspects of emergency management within our department from technology perspective to, you know, buildings to how we support real estate and and different critical infrastructure items within government. emergency management by itself, that's one area where we think we can come together and provide a better service for the state.
0: What are some of the synergies? I mean, what are some of the skills that you have with someone who's been a good part of your career in technology, information security? What do you have to bring to physical security and vice versa?
1: Going even further, along the same line of thought, there's a variety of functions that our physical security organization provide. Everything from you know having issuing a badge, using that for parking, entering buildings. At ID, we're talking more and more about digital identifications and how we can bring those discussions around proximity readers, how we could use that. Something you have, that identification, that picture of you, and also could be used, the digital ID as well. Bringing that together from an identity management perspective is one area we see some synergy. Working together on projects like cameras, we have digital pictures being sent across our networks, we have information traversing our networks that is, quite frankly, historically been air gapped. Just as we have the phone system merging together with the computer system and voice over IP and more and more technology, you have more and more different functions that ride our networks over IP. There's a, a wide variety of ways that we can work together. Another example would be how the two organizations will provide security to the enterprise and to different buildings using a combination of technology and physical security like guards and different protective measures typically used in in securing buildings and sites. I think that we believe that working as one team, we can be more cohesive in our mission. I also think that a holistic look at how we work together in all of our IT functions and all of our physical security functions is going to be important as we integrate more and more functions of our department, our technology management and budget function within Michigan State government.
0: What does this say about maybe the influence of information technology on government on society?
1: It's a great question, Eric. I, I, I see just, quite frankly, the whole importance of cybersecurity, the virtual world, being more and more integrated into all aspects of our lives, everything from people using Facebook and people using, you know, their smartphones, they're using the cloud, cloud computing, and more and more that being part of their everyday activities, both at home and at work, uh, bringing together, whereas physically you maybe had to come in on a weekend if you wanted to work on a project. Now people are working from home. You have telework happening. You have just so many different aspects of of virtual life and digital connectivity. It's really kind of all-encompassing. There really isn't a part of government that doesn't use computers, that doesn't use technology in some way. Schneier, uh, on security, one of the most famous bloggers out there, talks about the endless broadening of security to include all areas of life, really is. As we use technology more and more in government and in our personal lives, there's always this ease-of-use challenge, and you know, we want it easy-to-use, quick, fast, efficient, helpful, but we also want it to be secure. We, you know, data encrypted, we wanted to make sure that we don't have identity theft, that we are protected. I think that's the real challenge for this organization is to be an enabling organization, an organization that helps get things done in government more efficiently and yet more securely.
0: Michigan, probably more than most other states, has suffered a lot in the latest economic downturn. Is there a fiscal component behind this move? Or will the combined new operation require fewer employees than the two units operating separately?
1: I think we've already seen a reduction in the staffing across our organization overall. Initially, in Michigan, we're down. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it's certainly more than 20%. Just from incentivized retirements, we had a big, large uh, number of state employees. I think it was over 6,000 that left state governments last November, December, January. As part of that, both organizations lost staff. Just, for example, in our field services staff within technology, the group that I manage now, because I'm just, this is taking effect on October 1st, we've gone from 360 field services staff to 120 field services staff, and that's over about the last six or Seven years. The last time we created a centralized, I was CISO back in 2002. The last time we did an early out in Michigan government was another time we brought all of our security organizations. Cybersecurity perspective in the one organization at that time, we had gone already gone from 30 staff to 22 staff because so many people had left government for early outs. As we see these incentivized retirement programs were, were down staff wise substantially from where we were before. Our budgets and our benefit levels for state employees has gone down. We have seen a reduction overall in the costs. Our rates are way down from where they were earlier in the decade back in mid, mid you know 2005-2006 timeline because. of that, what we're seeing is actually an increase in demand, quite frankly, for our services with less. So there really is a more with less aspect of this, where we've already seen, you know, large reductions, probably more than most states around the nation over the last decade, really, substantial reductions. And we're looking at, okay, how can we now reorganize and be the most efficient, most well-running organization we can be? to support Michigan government and actually really all the citizens of the state
0: of Michigan. Are there any drawbacks of combining these two units together?
1: Oh, that's a tough question. I, don't, I You know, it's off the top of my head, I can't see any, any drawbacks. I mean, I think, you know, that anytime you have change, there's always questions in people's minds. Do You think that when you bring organizations together while you're bringing two teams together in a new way, obviously our physical security office, for example, will not be – sitting with the building facility secure, um, office that they were sitting with before. Actually, initially they're not going to be moving physically, but I'm saying they won't be in that organization anymore. You know, I think the challenge is to keep that customer service focus, even in security, looking at we had all these other relationships, how will those relationships be maintained? So I think that's a real challenge for us to make sure that we're providing quality service and keep those relationships strong that we had before. The other thing I want to mention to you, Eric, is that our governor, Governor Schneider, many people on the line may not be aware of this. He was the executive CEO of Gateway Computers a few years back. He's got a great IT background. He really realizes how important cybersecurity is to the state of Michigan, to citizens, to businesses, to K-12 through through primary through 20, through high, high schools and colleges and universities in Michigan, he understands the importance of the steps we've already taken around our, you know, Internet presence, our web portals, our online transactions, and that if we don't secure those properly, we don't build a better organization, that we're not going to be able to really provide adequate protections for online transactions. And he's made this a priority. On October 7th, we're going to be rolling out a new cyber plan. We're probably going to be terming it Michigan Cyber, My Cyber, looking at a strategy around Michigan cyber protections, how it affects businesses, how it affects universities, how it affects governments, local governments, state governments really a whole new strategic plan around this, and this organization is going to be there to support the governor's vision and his mission around Michigan cybersecurity and also physical security.
0: You'll be reporting to the state chief information officer. Why the CIO?
1: It makes the most sense from this perspective that one of the things I've written about, you know, in the past. I really do believe that if cybersecurity specifically is outside of the IT organization, and Michigan, again, is a little bit different than a lot of other states. It's very centralized, 1,700 IT staff. If we're outside the IT organization, oftentimes the cybersecurity organization is viewed as auditors. They're viewed as outsiders who are coming in, looking over my shoulder, telling me what I have to do, and it's kind of like quick cover-up everything because the auditors are coming in. And I don't think that's a productive you know, relationship, but I was CISO in the state for six and a half years back in 2002 to 2008. I'll tell you, you know, that was it was very important that we had a very close relationship with all aspects of the IT organization. We wanted to be part of that team, part of the executive team, part of the team that was looking at whether it be databases, data centers, whether it be, you know, I like get smartphones, cloud computing, the major infrastructure decisions that were being made by the state of Michigan. It was very important to be viewed as as a member of the IT team. That's the perspective. I can see reasons why we could report in elsewhere, and I'm not in any way uh, signaling that it's going to move in the future. I, there's no plan for that at this time. I mean, clearly there could be benefits of being other places, but I think the biggest benefit and the biggest aspect of this is we see cybersecurity's importance only growing. That's why I'm excited to be going back to this position. It's something that... I'm really going to be challenged to to do. I've spoken with the governor several times about this role. He sees and understands the importance of cybersecurity for the state of Michigan and for this nation and for the world and for the Internet. I mean, it's really an important topic. I mean, obviously, you know that. That's the That's why you're in this business. We really have to make sure that that is a a prominent piece of this and we have the right relationships with all the parts of the IT organization. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate
0: it. I've been speaking with Dan Lorman, the state of Michigan's new and first Director of Cybersecurity Infrastructure Protection and the new Chief Security Officer for the state. For GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.